0: Welcome back to Fort Me Declassified, I'm your host, Gloria Ann Martin, along with Jasmine Ferber from the Fort Meade Public Affairs Office. In today's episode, we're delving into a crucial aspect of support for the U.S. Armed Services the armed services blood program to shed light on this essential program we have two distinguished guests with us today please join me in welcoming colonel christopher evans the army blood program director as well as chantel trawell the blood donor recruiter who will share insights into the significant contributions of the armed services blood program to the health and well-being of our military community welcome sir
1: how you doing glad to be here.
0: Can you tell us about the primary mission and role of the Armed Services Blood Program as the official provider of military blood products?
1: Now, like you said earlier, the Armed Services Blood Program is the sole provider of blood products for DOD. We collect blood products uh, within our communities from Army, Air Force, and Navy. We collect blood to support operations worldwide. We support um, AFRICOM, CENTCOM, UCOM with any blood products they need. We also support our uh, medical treatment facilities with blood also. So we support our families also, and we also support the VA, but we are basically the sole supplier of blood products to the DOD.
2: How does ASBP operate as a joint effort among, I know you guys have your army, so you guys also have Navy and Air Force. How do you guys all work together?
1: Yeah, Um, we're a very unique organization, you know, within the DOD. We're like you said, we're Army, Air Force, and Navy. Each service has their own donor centers, but we have quotas that where we support all military operations. So it doesn't matter if it's Army, Air Force, or Navy. We all use our resources and supplies to collect blood products. We combine those resources to support any DOD operation downrange. We don't divide it up into only Air Force or Army. So whatever we collect, we support all services.
0: That's actually really interesting. What ways does the blood program provide these products to service members, veterans, and their families during both peace and war?
1: Like I said earlier, we have quotas. Like each service has an amount of blood products we, we uh, strive to collect every week. We send those blood products downrange. We have armed services, whole blood processing centers on each coast, the west coast and east coast. And from there we collect, we send our blood products to those two as wobbles. They collect the blood products, they manufacture it, and they send it downrange to wherever it's needed. Also from our blood donor centers also, we also collect blood to support our medical treatment facilities also locally when they need blood products also. And if we have anything additional, we support our VA centers. We support um, our services through those means.
2: So you touched on the operations. Um, can you talk about how you guys support um, like globally, like around the world, because we're stationed everywhere. What does that look
1: like hundreds of products weekly around the world Um, for most of our locations that are remote. There's no blood products available locally. So what we collect within the DOD uh, we support our troops and airmen and sailors all over the world. So we push blood products to AFRICOM, to CENTCOM to UCOM wherever there's a contingency operations wherever there's combat operations we support those units by sending them blood products. We collect it here within the states with CONUS. We process the units, then we send them overseas to support any combat operations we have overseas. Of course, we use our transcom assets, also logistics folks too, as far as sending those blood products abroad. But um, it's a pretty well-oiled machine. We've been doing this since the 50s as far as supporting our contingency operations uh, far forward.
0: Does the Armed Services Blood Program collaborate with any civilian blood donations, like the Red Cross?
1: Yes, we purchase blood also. So if we have shortages for blood products, specifically with our NTFs locally and also with our VA centers, we will procure blood products from the American Red Cross or Blood Centers of America to ensure that we have blood products available for our family members in need uh, for any type of operation locally. Uh, we will collaborate collaborate locally with those centers as far as ensuring that we have blood products available at all times.
0: So you said that you
2: guys have been operating since the 50s. Do you know how long Fort Meade has been um, a, a location for blood drives?
1: I think off and on since the 60s, we've been collecting blood products at Fort Meade since the 60s. So I think it's been a long relationship with Fort Meade. You guys are a major Army post installation for us as far as supporting our troops uh, worldwide. We want to ensure that we collabor- collaborate with Fort Meade as far as um, working with the community to ensure that we're supporting the local community and also that you guys are aware of your your support that we need from you to support operations worldwide also. And also locally too with Bethesda, some of our local hospitals. But uh, Fort Meade is a vital cog into what we do as far as supporting the DOD, supporting blood products worldwide.
0: Like you said, of course, Fort Meade is an Army post, but we're also home to many other military branches here on post. And maybe, Chantel, you could touch on this, but what's the branch here on Fort
3: Meade that donates the most? Do you have any idea? Well, I don't. Um, and, and and the reason, well, the numbers are kind of skewed because it's an Army installation. So, of course, I'm going to get a little more Army Um, but they, uh, the fact that I get Marines, I get, uh, air, air force, Uh, yeah, I do get some air force and I get Navy, definitely the civilians. That's the one right there that I get most of. And, and it's a lot of civilians on the installation too. So, you know, that, that's what we have right now.
2: You have any plans to extend out to Space Force, or do they fall under Air Force?
3: So space Force right now, the NCR only has um, one space force unit that um that we go to, and I believe that one is at J uh, Joint Base Andrews. Um, but i I'm gonna be honest, I didn't even know the space Force was even on Fort me, so thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll be we
1: fine. We'll be finding out where they are. <laughs> I guess the, one of the unique things about the Armed Services Blood Program also, even though Chantel discussed, you know, all the organizations on post for us we look at it as service members. So whoever whether you're federal employees, your civilian, your DOD service members, as far as Space Force, Army, Air Force, or Navy, we look at it as your repository for donating blood. So we'll we'll collect blood from anyone from the the closest donor center. We don't say you're a Navy donor center. You can only collect Navy. You collect on any Army installation because we have restrictions on where we can collect. We can only collect on federally leased land. We can't go to the harbor at Baltimore to collect blood like some of our civilian agencies can do. We have to collect on federally leased land. So any federal employees, we we collect those employees or those service members as far as meeting our goals.
3: We also take people who have um, if you have access to the installation. So and I know a lot of people want to bring their children. Um, when I say children, the adult children, <laughs> they want to bring um, them or they want to bring their spouse. A civilian may want to bring their spouse. As long as they have access to the installation, they can donate. We will oh, nice. take that.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you provide um, an example of the diverse range of recipients recipients of the blood products that you collect um, from service members that are injured in action to children with cancer and family members in need of surgery. Like how broad uh, is the pool of people that you guys help with these services?
1: Our blood goes everywhere, all over, everywhere. We support, we support infants, cancer patients, uh, VA veterans going through surgeries also. We send blood down range to support combat operations so people who are injured on the battlefield. Blood at the point of need um, for soldiers and airmen and and sailors anywhere in the world. So our blood touches anyone that needs a surgery that requires blood products. We support any type of um, indication for use. So our our program supports everyone within the DOD that needs blood products for any type of surgery from infant to soldier member downrange. Can you tell
0: us more like starting getting into the process of donating blood. Exactly how easy is it for individuals to get involved? um, And what does that process look like?
1: Our donor centers is where the rubber meets the road for our organization. The most vital piece of getting blood to anywhere, supporting the Armed Services Blood Program, is our donor centers. So they're a mix of civilians, active duty soldiers, contractors, and from our donor centers, this is where we collect blood either at our fixed facilities or we do mobile drives at locations throughout the world. So from our donor centers we process the blood and from the processing of the blood we um, get it tested through the FDA which is a federal regulation to get it tested to make sure it's safe for the patient um, before they transfuse it. And once we get the testing results back after it's processed we send it to our medical treatment facilities uh, either locally or downrange. If we're shipping blood downrange we normally have a process where we send it to our collection centers on the east coast and west coast and they package those units again and they send them downrange to support our combat operations as far as supporting those uh donor centers your civilian or your DOD donate blood that's the biggest way to support our program is to donate blood if you can't donate blood for other reasons you can always volunteer at our blood drives to check on donors to make sure that they haven't passed out or hand out cookies they encourage donation Sponsor a blood drive for for an organization that helps us also, but that's just like a down and dirty for our processes as far as how we collect blood, we manufacture our products, the foundations for the regulations with the FDA to make sure it's safe, and how we push it down range. And also if you want to support us, please donate or volunteer to support one of our drives or to sponsor a drive.
2: I know. I donated blood when I was in high school my senior year Um, and I'm also a military brat. So I lived in Germany and in Korea and there were some restrictions that I thankfully missed. But are there any current restrictions on people that have lived overseas in certain areas?
1: We have certain areas that have malaria that we have to defer. A lot of the restrictions we had in Europe are gone now. Um, The FDA got rid of those restrictions recently. So we have a lot larger donor pool as far as people overseas, specifically in Europe. But in AFRICOM and CENTCOM, SouthCOM, there's definitely some malaria endemic areas that you won't be able to donate if you've been to some of those locations. Um, but your local recruiter or your local donor center team can let you know if you qualify. Or you can go to our website, militarydonor.com, and there will be some information on that website as far as some, certain locations that are endemic to malaria, or other diseases where you can't potentially donate.
0: Militarydonor.com, also the website where Fort, the Fort Meade community can sign up to
3: donate. Yes, as long as they use the sponsor, code, they can use their zip code or the sponsor code, um, Fort Meade with no space. So FT, I'm sorry, FT Meade. And then can you touch on
2: why it's important for listeners to commit um, to giving blood at least once a season? Like, what's the importance of that?
1: Biggest thing for us is you normally during this time period with short blood products normally during the holiday after the holiday during the holidays. Most people are on leave They're on vacation with their families. It's cold. They don't want to donate blood. So we're normally short this time of the year for blood products, not only the DOD, but all even civilian centers also. So we're normally short around this time of the year. So we really encourage people to support us because if we don't have the, the right amount of blood products, it's harder for us to support our NTFs and also Our combat operations downrange, we have less blood, it's scarce, and sometimes we put our soldiers at risk, our service members at risk by not having enough blood products. So we usually pick up in the spring, but usually every year during the wintertime, we're low on blood products. So from the local community, we need your support as far as donating, um, having family members donate, sponsoring a blood drive, supporting our blood drives, putting the word out that we need blood products because um, any blood we get helps it goes a long way one donation can save three lives so we encourage anyone if you're able to donate please support the program we are dod we only support our dod um, service members and family members so please support the program if you can
2: and then can you uh touch on again how people can sign up to uh donate blood as well as is there is the same link to um, to volunteer as well or is it separate
3: if you would like to volunteer, you can always email me at Chantel, uh, S-H-A-W-N-T-E-L, dot C, as in Charlie, dot Troll, T-R-O-W-E-L-L, dot C-I-V, at health.mil. So you can contact me if you want to volunteer. Everything else will go through com using the sponsor code Fort Me.
0: Could you touch on a little bit about the importance of volunteers at these donor
3: locations as well? Sure. Um, what, the volunteers that usually come, they we usually put them in um, the area that we call the canteen. Um, and they would just help with making sure the donor has their snacks and if they want a t-shirt, hand them out. That's what we're, That's what most of the volunteers do. They can also help them um, just with traffic. We rarely get people who want to volunteer, but every now and then we will get those um, um, who would like to volunteer, either one person or a group of people. and And we will accommodate. We need the help. <laughs> so we will accommodate.
1: Yeah, we usually get the most volunteers, from my experience, from people that sponsor drives. Um, Certain organizations uh, on base, they want to sponsor a drive. We support them. That's usually when we get the most support as far as our volunteers for that drive normally uh, moving forward. But like Chantel said, anyone can support it by contacting Chantel. But normally, you know, we we get the most bang for our buck when we have our sponsored drive on base.
2: Are there any
3: age restrictions on the volunteers or blood donors? the blood donors there are um what is the 17 and up sir yes yeah um for volunteers I, we've had people in high school to do it so um and it's usually like, like you the military brat <laughs> that mm-hmm. comes over and um will donate we've we've we have had high school age I, we don't suggest um the kids, so, like young kids, because uh-huh. there's needles around. was medical, you know, and especially like where we put them or so can do it. But um, I'm going to say 16 and up. OK, I was just curious. We do have a lot of schools
2: on installation, and they might want like volunteer credits for um, different organizations that are a part of. So I just wanted to see if like what the requirements were for that.
3: They can always contact me. And and, and I know that high schools in general, um, they, they want these kids to have the volunteer credits. So yeah, that we qualify. (laughs) So you can, (laughs) you can always contact me. (laughs) Okay.
1: I just want to say uh, thank you for the podcast um, from the Armed Services Blood Program, from the blood community. We really, we can't do our mission without the community support. So if you want to support the community, and support the armed services blood program, we support our own. Our blood supports all service members, uh, Army, Air Force, Navy, Space Force. So please, if you have an opportunity, please support your local DoD donor center. That way we can have the vital blood products we need to support our our service members downrange, not only our service members downrange, but also our uh, family members in the hospitals locally, also cancer patients, infants that need blood products. If you have the ability to ability to donate, please support our our DOD program when you can. Thank you.
3: I would like to say that our next blood drive at Fort Meade is on March 6th. And um, it's at the McGill Training Center from 0900 to 1300.
0: Thank you, Colonel Evans. And thank you, Chantel. And um, thank you for everyone who listened in today on this episode. We hope you enjoyed our conversation about the Armed Services Blood Program and how you can get involved here on Fort Meade. Remember to stay connected with Fort Meade on social media and the Digital Garrison app for the latest installation updates. And we'll catch you next time on Fort Meade Declassified.